So something that I've missed in the time that we have not been in front of these microphones in this murder closet is one, talking to you, and two, um, you saying the word all right. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Which I'm not sure you realized until this moment is kind of like your number on every bingo card of an episode of the subplot podcast like Like if you matthew mcconaughey no (laughs) not like all right all right all right but like when it's your punctuation um Uh. like some people might like let's say you're making plans with someone and it's like oh where are we gonna eat and then the group finally decides where they're gonna eat there might be someone in that group who's always like great and like that's what they say before they go on to the next thing all right, is your is your thing? It's what you say. I'm gonna have to learn how to love that because I don't know if I can stop it. You should go All back. All right, and, but you you're saying it wrong. You're saying it in like grimacing when you say it now, but it's great when you say it. You're like blah blah blah. Set up for peace. We're gonna play this thing. We're making a <laughs> podcast, and then right before we go into it, you go. All right. Oh no. All right. I'm <laughs> ah. Sigh. So this is the summer season of the Sub Pop Podcast. I am Arwen Nix, and I am here with the ever-athletic Alyssa (laughs) Atkins. Hello, and if that's a jab at my bowling skills, (laughs) I'll accept it. If you have ever seen, I don't know if you've ever seen this Sub Pop Podcast listeners, but I watched Alyssa (laughs) after, (laughs) during bowling, fall both forward and backwards simultaneously and it's just on this incredible loop in my head and like she had the biggest smile on her face so I felt like such a jerk because I didn't like rush to your side to see if you were okay when I was splayed out on the ground well because like you were laughing (laughs) and so I thought maybe you just like I thought it was more of like a fumble and less of like a real fall major serious injury that was going to have to send you to the doctor (laughs) and then have like this big cast thing and now your foot is you know up on a stool and still swollen (laughs) weeks later yeah and i was on a plane and hobbling on the plane a few days after this injury yeah and the nice man sitting next to me said how did you hurt your foot and i said bowling and he's like you're gonna need a better story than that that's (laughs) pathetic he's like i agree so yeah, you know, heading into summer with an athletic sports injury, that's cool. That's I think fine. it's legit. Yeah. And I'm really, um, I've been missing the podcast. I'm excited about these loosey-goosey summer episodes mm-hmm. we got planned. You thought they were loose before. You can just wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stop saying loose, okay? <laughs> Suddenly I don't like that word anymore. All right. <laughs> God damn it. So for this episode, so what we're doing with the these episodes over the summer is as we're working on season two, which we are actively in production on now. We are. It's the truth. It's the not truth. not just a, a wish or no, a hope. I was in Portland recently. We're going to LA next month. We're going all over and interviewing people. We Beach House was just here on tour and we got to chat with them for like 10 minutes, which was brief, but wonderful. And <laughs> and we'll take it. And we'll Thank take it. So we'll much. take what we can get. Thank you, Beach House. We're working on that, trying to bring you a really great season two of the Sub Pop podcast, but we're or not... Or fall 2016. Yes, but we're not ready to just like disappear completely. So we're going to be bringing you some interviews as they happen, some with staff, some with bands that are coming through the office. Just Some to, wild cards. Some about. wild card stuff. Yeah, we're 
I'm not going to say exactly what we're doing because we don't know exactly what the summer is going to bring, but we, we promise that every month we're going to put something out. Starting with this month, which has something extra special because it includes a piece that we didn't even produce. It's true. Pretty crazy. Yeah, we... That's um, one way to make an episode. <laughs> just take someone else's yeah. work and put it in the there podcast. There we go. Call it a summer episode. So there's this wonderful producer in town whose name is Warren Langford, and he does freelance for the, the radio station KPLU, which has this great show called Sound Effect, which I used to work on. <laughs> and it is a great show. And it's a really, really great show. And they do all these features and storytelling um, about people within our region in the Northwest. And Warren put together this incredible piece on this radio station that started in the house of this couple. It's all about how the couple got together and how they started this radio station. And it's this incredible piece. And the gentleman who is the husband in this husband and wife duo that started this is Garrett, who works here at Sub Pop. Our coworker. Mm-hmm. And that piece was a good example of how you can not fully appreciate the genius and talent of the people you see every day. Yeah. It was a really great reminder. I, I love that guy. I think he's so interesting. But listening to this this piece that Warren put together just made me appreciate him all the more. And we felt like, what a great example of how of what is happening around us in at Sub Pop and in Seattle. So we thought before we played this piece that it would be fun to talk to Garrett a little bit in the murder closet, especially before this murder closet goes away mm-hmm. and moves upstairs. Yeah. And he was game. He let us interrupt his work and chat with us a little bit about Sub Pop and Sequins and Justin Bieber. And yeah, so much good stuff. He's a good guy to talk to. Yeah. So here's this. It's Alyssa and then me. I kind of sneak in the interview at the end. Um, talking to Garrett and then you'll hear this piece from Warren that's awesome that felt good yeah my name is Garrett Kelly um I don't really have a title you don't no I think I'm like part of the technical staff (laughs) I guess do you have a business card yeah but like that's when I find out what my title is. I think it just <laughs> says part of the biz, the technical staff. <laughs> With the hands, <laughs> With the hands hand. wavy hands. No, it was, I started on my birthday. I started my birthday February 7th. I believe it was 2012. Yeah, I was real excited. And even though it was my birthday, I wanted to like come in and... Get started? Yeah. If I could take it back, though, no, maybe I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, what I, I would have, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you work with Stuart Fletcher. You also sit in the old Hardly Art office upstairs mm-hmm. that now that we it's wanted to make into a like a dog park or a daycare or a it is sometimes something. Yeah. No, but it's yeah. It's kind of good because I've because I've always been used to be, always be with Stuart in this like little dungeon. Dungeon. Or what is that? Yeah. When Arwen nerd first saw, is, I think, it's I, called the Nerd Cave, and I like that name quite a bit. But when Arwen saw that office for the first time, she's like, "What did he do wrong to be back there? <laughs> it looks like timeout." I know. I, for so long, like it was really bare in there, and everyone would come in and go like, 
Ugh. You guys gonna change things in here? They're so hard on us. So what? we put up a lot of Justin Bieber posters. Yeah, is that a we or a Sarah thing? No, that's both of us. Yeah, totally. mutual interest. Right. Yeah, she's got me into him. Does <laughs> she show me this really great video of Justin Bieber planning the Grammys with Skrillex? And you were I, was, all in. I was into that. Like unironically, I like this. I actually did like it. There was uh, live drumming. I think I heard that they can't have. Uh, I don't know if this is all, not true, but they can't have to have a band. I don't think you can play just a backing track at the oh. Grammys or something. So he, I don't know if that's true. So anyways, let's he had pretend like, it is. Let's pretend it is. Okay. He had live drumming and Skrillex playing guitar, and uh, it was good. It was actually good. And you're like this guy's underrated. Yeah. Wait, no, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying really hard to get him to come into the office. Justin Bieber, I if you hear this, you come into the audi- come into the office. Sarah Sarah Cass named her dog after you. We were like <laughs> mega fans. Yeah, please come. I was trying to like I was taking pictures of myself with like the free pretzels we have. Yeah. Like an incentive. But... This is the best we've got. <laughs> Justin, come on, pretzels. <laughs> I was, at the time when I first started coming to work, I was doing this blog called Sequins in Seattle. Yes, you were. I was real excited about sequins and like the glitter sale at the Goodwill. Uh-huh. And just I started going crazy for all this stuff. And uh, like I was trying to figure out the the way to describe it. Is it fair to say like a super fancy older ladies sequins right, top? Right. Like very Maybe? intricate. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they save that stuff at Goodwill. They don't put it out on the floor all oh, year, really? and then they like have one day when people can go. People like you. Yeah, people like me. <laughs> and you have to get like you have to like sign up early in the morning. No and way, then they, really. Like, beep you when you're allowed to come because it's so packed there. But you don't do your blog anymore. No, after I had a kid, yeah. yeah. And then my friend, I, I remember the time my friend took a picture of me and I was wearing sweatpants and she kind of like outed me as like, you know, I felt like the paparazzi I've been caught, like not being fashionable. That you're just like us, really. Yeah, I'm like a dad now <laughs> who wears sweatpants. And I'm like, oh. Uh. So I kind of felt like I couldn't show my face in that way anymore. Oh, uh-huh. There's Seattle. things I didn't get to say that I really wanted to talk about. Like I'm really into, like, like not washing the clothes you get from Goodwill right away, just to have like the essence of the other people. That oh, were there. Wow. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> and like you know, like, like stains. I have and... a reaction to that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like stains and holes and stuff like that. Like other people shy away from that, but I, um, uh-huh. like that's like the history of those things. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, instead of interested in that and are you interested in the smell as part of the history too <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I wanna, part of the like blog is kind of this like <laughs> almost like it's like it's hard to explain it's like a fake there's like a yeah the, a put on of it yeah I was trying for a while it's I, mean, I actually had this happen I would like look for street fashion but like photographers on the street mm-hmm. like taking pictures of people and I would try to get them to take my picture and I actually got onto someone's like street fashion blog that was like the highlight of as a don't 
No, <laughs> no, I don't mean that like that. I mean, I thought you were trying to get as a don't. No, as a do, obviously. Of course as a do, but I thought you wanted those traditional type of like... <laughs> hey, I'm living as a don't. This is not So I'm going to sneak in for a second to ask some questions. The piece that we're going to play on our first episode of our 90210 summer season version of the Sub Pop podcast is a piece that was made about you by a producer we work with sometimes named Warren Langford, who is an absolute treasure. How did he approach you? I think Warren is actually one of those people that I just added randomly on Facebook and he messaged me um, he wanted to do this thing on the radio that we did the podcast the sorry the talk boy thing do you guys know about that where he found like a talk boy with a tape on it that had some kid doing this like kind of radio broadcast that he invented when he was a like a eight kid. year old or yeah. something yeah he found this at a yard sale and then he became obsessed with it and stayed obsessed with it for like 10 years yeah and he went and like he eventually found the kid I yeah think. it's incredible so we played that on the air and then he after that he wanted to talk me and or Amber and I about um, how we started Hollow Earth Radio and yeah so that's how that piece came about. And so the piece that we're going to play kind of tracks um, the evolution of two things one being your relationship with Amber who's your wife mm-hmm. and how the radio station got started right? Yes. Okay. We met because my housemate was answering a Craigslist ad to play in a like an indie rock orchestra. I played bass. I played like uh, accordion and like percussion things, like you know, glock and spiel and random things like that. We played our cell phones too. Oh yeah. We would uh, call each other on our phones. Flip and then, phones. We had flip phones. And then put it on speakerphone and let them like feedback and like move them close and far away and they would make all this weird feedback. Uh, right after we recorded that, your sister told you, hey Amber, I had this weird dream that I was making out with Kurt Cobain and he pulled away like real passionately and he said, tell your sister not to use the phones. But we used the phones anyway, so we totally didn't take Kurt's advice. <laughs> <laughs> I was on MySpace and I decided that I wanted to create some random sound friendship with somebody I didn't know. And so I think I just went to like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. And then I wrote them a a message saying, hey, would you like to be my sound friend? Where we exchange phone numbers and then we call each other and play each other sounds in our environment or sounds that we make ourselves and then hang up. And they were like, sure, that sounds fun. And we never talked to each other. We just would call, and then maybe I would be at a show, and I would just let him hear. But then Garrett and I were talking about how wouldn't it be neat if we created a website where we could facilitate anonymous sound friendships and then find a way to upload and document those sounds together. And then we realized that was really hard, so we started a radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Um. and i think 
what was happening at the time is that we were seeing a lot of really great music around town happening. But the venues that we were going to were houses where they were hosting really small living room shows. All these houses were getting shut down. Nothing felt sustainable. And we were like, well, what if we found a way to support this music network? So we started to like try to hold meetings, but hardly anyone would show up. For some, like Joseph showed up. Yeah, one friend showed up and felt like maybe, well, why don't we just get it all set up and do it ourselves? And then people were like, oh, you're doing neat things. Oh, I heard this house show on the radio. And we found a house that we could use the whole attic that was a finished attic. We had like 13 people who committed to being DJs, trained them how to use the like cobbled together equipment that we had. Some of my favorite things to hear at first was like when a DJ would forget to turn the mic off uh, and they would just have conversations over the music. Oh man, it was so good. That was like the glory days. There's this one time at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning when a DJ uh, invited a funk band to start playing. <laughs> at the time, 10 o'clock was, you know, way early for me. So like, having trumpets blare in the in the attic was uh, a little much. And then I think, you know, also people, I'd just be like eating cereal, my boxers in the living room, and some DJ would walk through, and I'm like, wow, jeez, you know, like... This is getting to be, like, there's no privacy, there's no separation. Garrett would get a technical support call every time we were on a date. So I started recording those calls because it was driving me crazy. The sex window, just click any one of the empty squares. I think right-click. Do you see one for application mixer? Sure, that. Go to that. Our friend Alex owns this bike shop called 2020 Cycle and the central district and we were hanging out with him and complaining about all the djs and <laughs> then he's like there's this room next to my uh, bike shop where i just throw my bikes and i could still put my bikes in there but you guys could do the radio show and then once we saw it we're like yeah you're not gonna put your bikes in here anymore <laughs> this is our spot now some criticism of us moving into this into the neighborhood that turned into a conversation that eventually led to this show called Central Sounds. So um, now it's time for Central Sounds, and uh, something that from the people who are actually criticizing us, exploring the music legacy in the neighborhood and kind of current stuff that was happening, changes in the neighborhood. I mean, one thing about this neighborhood because it is changing, and we we said that we were going to talk about Hollow Earth Radio being here, even in, I mean, even Hollow Earth is almost like a little gentrifier of the neighborhood. I mean, let's just keep, let's just be completely honest. That made me realize that, oh, this can be something that's really, can actually serve a higher purpose. There's a guy named P. Supremo who was kind of been in his, in the penitentiary system his whole life. And he did a show called Welcome to the Yard about like the systems that he's been kind of stuck in. Man, this is P. Supremo. This is Welcome to the Yard. This is prison talking hip hop, man. You understand what I'm saying? We talk that real up here. We're going to give you the real prison every time we do it. According to a recent study, uh, and ladies... You might he actually called in one time and did his show over a payphone because he was, I think he was like a halfway house or something of that kind of thing. You know, he's in custody. I'm actually in jail right now as we speak, and um, that's just how real the show is. 
they uh, they, 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 they restricted my movement. Um, we were doing the shows. Things were going good. Next thing you know, I'm being pulled over, and I'm being... Now I'm trying to get out. I actually kind of stepped down from running the radio because I felt... I, wa- I wanted us to have a baby, and I was feeling, like, maxed out. And so I, I've been involved minimally. What did you do to kind of fill Amber's void? I panicked. <laughs> uh, I was mostly the person doing all the tech stuff and then coming up with weird ideas. And now all of a sudden I'm dealing with the nonprofit status things and uh, volunteers. and So it's it kind of a big change. It's hard because he still he gets upset, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You know, there's just sometimes when, like, I'm, I, you, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, like, complaining about something or I'm, like, having going through some tough thing and then you're telling me, like, oh, you should do it this way. Why didn't you just do it that way? And yeah, I'm, like... I'm good at that. Yeah, you're real good at that. But it's, like, man, I wish you would just be here with it. Now we're not doing the band and we're not doing the radio together. But we, we have this kid together now. If we would have known that we were going to create this project that was 24 hours a day, every day, like, what the heck were we thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it totally is all-consuming. Yeah. Once you guys are on the air, how do you think Hollow Earth is going to change? I'm hoping more people can discover it just by, like, driving around and tuning in and being like, what the heck is this? Like, actually, our call letters are K-huh, you know, kind of like, Huh? Yeah, huh? Or huh? You know, lots of different ways you can do the huh, I think. But uh, I, I kind of want people to be able to tune and be like, what is this? Early on, when we first started the radio station, um, I had this dream that it's way in the future and like the big corporations, they've all abandoned radio. No one wants those analog frequencies anymore. Everything's the internet now. And they're just kind of laying empty. So people have figured out how to do these little micro broadcasts from their house. And there's like this little underground culture of people driving around and like tuning in. And like this block, there's this really cool radio station this person does. And they drive around to another block and, oh, t-, you know, and they write down and they trade them like trading cards, like all these little micro stations. And I think like that's what I hope. It's like people can like drive around their neighborhoods and like pick up on these like neighborhood sounds, like the little flavors of all over the city. There's so many things to love about that piece. One of one highlight for me was that he mentions his sister-in-law, Sasha Morgan, who I worked with for a long time here at Sub Pop. She recently left, but is still here in our hearts. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Damn. I just thought that piece was great. It was incredible. I think that Hollow Earth is doing some really wonderful stuff. And I think it, you know, Garrett said that one of the things about it is that he doesn't want it to just be this thing that's associated with just him and Amber because there are so many people putting so much work into that station and it's gone so far beyond the two of them at this point yeah and it's really incredible but we're gonna have links to um, Hollow Earth and some of the different shows on Hollow Earth and some of the weird awkward 
videos and blogs. Yeah, just like a little Garrett's Corner of recommendations. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> so from Garrett, we now go to Gareth. Gareth. He's one of the newer employees here at Sub Pop. He got hired like days before me, I think. So it's <laughs> the two a of us. He's a 2016 hire. Yeah. And he's got a charming accent that, of course, is just fun to tease him about. Yeah, so we also decided to take advantage of it for this Megamart ad because, listeners, we told you that if you want to save Stuart and the Stuart Fletcher Megamart ads, you got to send us an email. And we're like three away from Stuart being saved, so we don't know what's going to happen. But we do know that the ads will continue. The ads will continue with someone. And I don't know how Stuart's going to take this since he's going to listen to this episode and write the show notes, but... He doesn't know, yeah. He no, know this is going to be... Stepped in. Surprise, Stuart. Here's a... Plus, we just like the uh, Gareth and Garrett it seemed, component of this episode. It seemed proper. So, although the summer episodes are a little looser, a little different, let's still have a Megamart ad, right? Yes. Here we go. So first, say who you are and what you do here at Sub Pop. Um, I'm Gareth. I run the publishing division of Sub Pop. So we're trying you out to be the voice of the Megamart. It's exciting. What do I have to do? Well, how first, do I, how do I win this competition? <laughs> who am I? Is, is it Stuart Fletcher I'm up against? Yeah, I could take him. You think so? Yeah. Easy. And you kind of have a leg up because you have a charming accent. It is difficult to be understood here quite often. You feel like people have trouble understanding all you? the time. Really? All the time. The thing that's great about the Megamart ads that I do with Stuart, one of the many things, is that I'm always trying to get him to sell something, like right. explain what the Megamart is and explain to people why they should buy stuff and Use what it. they can buy. Yeah. And he usually ends up talking about like drones and eagles getting in a fight mid-air or something, or swinging cats. Um, what? Well, that's just going to confuse people, right? You know, people seem to like it. Right, okay. But, so I, I don't prepare him, and so I didn't prepare you. Uh-oh. So you just have to do a Megamart ad. Fine. Well, I think my, f- can I just start? Go. My favorite item on the Megamart is the sweatpants. Have you seen them? No. They're incredible. They're like Sub Pop branded sweatpants. Coziest shit. <laughs> Gray, little borders. Like, you could probably wear them out if you wanted to. I personally like to sit on the couch with them. Um, you have a pair. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're my like primo. Like they're not ones that, like they're ones I keep nice. <laughs> your nicest crispest sweatpants. Yeah, you know that when you get them out of the some the, the dryer mm, yeah. and you're like, oh my god. Um, two pockets so you can put your hands in there or keep stuff in there if you're going to like buy buy some milk or something. So, um, but they're pretty tight fitting. They're, yeah, they're cozy. What did you just say? <laughs> Is, did you say they're pretty tight fitting? Yeah. Okay. Now See, I'm getting. See, this is the, the trouble understanding thing. Yeah. This is this is great. This is like, it's all coming full circle. <laughs> yeah, no one, anyone can understand what. <laughs> so I want you to explain to me. Imagine that you're sitting in those sweatpants right now. Mm. You're watching some television. Yeah. Or perhaps listening to a record that you've purchased at megamart.subpop.com. What's your emotional state in these sweatpants? How do you feel? Um, I'm relaxed. Really happy, super content with my life right now. <laughs> so I want you to say, shop at megamart.subpop.com, but I want you to do it in your American accent. 
<clears throat> Which part of America do you need? I can, I can do like the South. Surprise me. Shop at megamart.subpop.com for all your sweatpant needs. What part of America is that? <laughs> what do you mean? That's America. That's like Donald Trump. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> That's perfect. So now your challenge is: Do you want to? Do you want it to be Gareth, who is the voice of the Megamart, or do you want it to be Stuart Fletcher as the voice of the Megamart? Write to us or find us on Twitter. We're at Sub Pop Podcast. We're also on Facebook. Uh, you can find more information at subpop.fm. Uh, this episode, we want to do some special thank yous to Warren Langford, who produced the piece with Garrett and Amber. Um, and a special thanks to my alma mater of radio sound effect at KPLU, which is a show that I recommend everyone check out because I love them. And nice extra special thanks to Sub Pop and the Sub Pop staff. Yeah. Thank you for helping us make this podcast and letting us pull you away from your work. <laughs> In a frenzy. Can you talk to me now? Can we have some of your time? Thanks um, to everyone here for that. Yes, thank you so much. And Fair But not. you can also find any other music that we played today at our website, which is subpop.fm. And we also have an ongoing Spotify playlist that oh, you yeah. can follow. Which is lovely for your summer barbecues. It's got some hits lovely. on it. My dad told me the other day, I feel like I'm really keeping up with new music now because I get introduced to these bands and I can follow it. And yeah. I told him about the playlist and he was super into it. So yeah, help your parents out. Help yourself out. Help us all out. Yep. So thanks, everybody. We'll uh, see you next month. All right. Can see, we you that? did it. All oh, right. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> i uh-huh.